0: الحمد لله وقف وصناه على عباده الذين استطف أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولو ترائذ وقفوا على النار فقدوا يا ليتنا نرد ولا نكذب بآيات ربنا ونكون من المؤمنين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وصناه على المتصنمين الحمد لله رب العالمين Allahumma salli ala sayidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wa Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wa Allahumma salli ala sayidina Muhammad wa ala ali sayidina Muhammad wa We often seek advice from people in this world. We often we seek advice from people in this world. And what's interesting is that It's very you'd be very hard pressed to find two people giving the same advice. Meaning when we ask people for their thoughts or their insight into a particular matter or question that we have, you'll always get different answers, right? Because everyone's perspective is a little bit different. It's not that you'll get the same exact piece of advice from anyone who's in this world alive right now. You know, for instance, if there's a 20-year-old who approaches and asks, you know, what is the most important thing I should be focusing on right now? Someone's 20 years old and they ask for advice. What is the most important thing I should be focusing on? You know, there's so many variables, the background of the person and the person they're asking, the age of the person who's asking, the age of the person who's responding. Uh, For instance, if someone has a very wealthy background, or let's say someone someone has had a very rough background, they'll tell that 20-year-old, make sure you really, at this age, just focus on school and get a good degree. That's the most important thing you could do right now. But then you ask someone who let's say is wealthy and quote unquote successful in this world and that person may say to the person, you know what, right now is really the time for you to focus on your family because that's the most important thing. If you just focus on your career and neglect your family, then you'll regret it for the rest of your life, right? So it depends on who's asked. It could be the background of the person that's asked. It could be the age of the person. You ask a 30-year-old, hey, a 20-year-old ask a 30-year-old, what's the most important thing right now? You'll get one answer. That person asks a 40-year-old a different answer, 50-year-old different answer, an 80-year-old, you get a different piece of advice on what they deem to be the most important thing. Um, and then there's often personal biases as well. You know, I could come to you and ask for advice, but do you have, you know, my best interest in mind? And if you don't, you probably will give a different piece of advice. Are you more concerned about your well-being or my well-being Are you more interested in the well-being of the greater community? So you're going to give me counsel and advice based off of what's beneficial for my surroundings? Or do you care about just me? So there's so many variables when it comes to asking people in this world for advice. um, And we'll almost never hear the same answer from two different people. Uh, And the reason is because everyone has a different experience and a different perspective. right? Everyone's gone through something different in life. And so the advisor is always going to give advice based off of either what they've read or what they've seen or what they've experienced themselves. But what's interesting, now imagine if we had the ability to ask the people that have passed away what advice they've had for us. Imagine if we had the ability to ask individuals that have passed away, left this world, have moved on, what advice they would have for us, right? It's a completely different paradigm now. On the one hand, people, you ask for it. We constantly ask advice from people that are alive. What should I do? What should I focus on? But have we ever thought, like, if I had the opportunity to go to a graveyard and speak to someone in the grave and ask them what should, uh, or, or ask them for advice, period, in life, what would they say, right? What would they say? Um, and the answer is that they would probably all give a very similar response, almost universal. You know, the variability—it's for this world because no one really knows what how to be successful when it comes to the dunya. Like, just from a dunya perspective, in this world, there's so many vari- I mean, there's, uh, there's so many different ways to do it. There's so many different approaches, angles, perspectives. There's history that comes into play. I mean, everyone has their own way. They'll tell you what they think. But if you ask people who have left this world, what advice do you have for me? The chances are that we would probably get a response that was similar across the board. Because what's happened is that now reality has set in. Right? Re- the true reality of the world has set in. Up until that point, none of us have really experienced reality. Right? I mean, none of us actually understand to the degree of being able to see what the Akhirah is about No matter how deep our Iman is, no matter how deep our connection with Allah is No matter how concerned we are with the hereafter Until we've heard it, seen it with our own eyes, it doesn't fully set in But anyone who's tasted death now has a completely different perspective right? Everything is completely turned around Now they can see what's right, uh, what, what the reality of the world is What the reality of Allah is, what the reality of the hereafter is And how meaningless all of the different facets of this life are It takes that degree of certainty that can only be accomplished through death So if we had the ability to ask them, we'd hear some universal statements Right? Now they would all surround, and we know this from Quran and Hadith But they all surround around this general theme that this world is a test. Do as best as you can in attempting to please Allah in preparation for what's to come in the hereafter. And I'm gonna go through a few ayahs in a moment. We aren't gonna find from the Quran or from Hadith people saying, make sure you focus on, you know, a successful career, right? Someone who's passed away. Make sure you make sure you drive that nice, you know, BMW. Um, make sure that you live in a home that's at least 4,000 square foot Because anything less than that's really not that comfortable That's not what the people that have passed That's not the advice they're going to give us right? Now, there's many places in the Quran Where we hear Allah Ta'ala quoting people that have left this world And what they're saying And from that we take lesson for ourselves now, in most cases, they are about people who left this world as disbelievers, but the Mufassirun highlight that this even applies for those people that believed in Allah but just didn't give the attention that was needed. You know, in one place, Allah Ta'ala mentions in Surah Al-Mu'minun, حَتَّى right? That once death has reached them, once death has reached them, right, those people, death has not reached them, They will say, Rabbi, right? And and it's very interesting, right? I'll I'll quote a few of these uh, verses in the Quran. But even people who disbelieve in Allah will afterward make dua, and the Quran quotes this, and they'll say, Rabbi, or Rabbana, as in Lord, or our Lord. These are people who don't believe in Allah in this world. They never accepted Allah as their Rabb. But somehow now, once the tides have turned and reality has set in, and now they see what's real from what's not real, all of a sudden, now it's Rabbana or Rabbi, Right? I mean, it's amazing. You know, the matter of accepting Allah, it's not a matter of if it will happen or not. Everyone will eventually have to accept and fully submit to Allah in 100% submission with zero chance of, of, of freedom. It's just a matter of not... If, but a matter of when that'll happen So, the first, Allah Ta'ala says When death reaches them, they'll say Rabbi Irji'un Or right The tajweed the, 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 the cuts off the, the uh, You pronounce it as As in, oh Allah, send me back Send me back Give me another chance to do more right. That's their own thought and perspective In another place And uh, comes to Musa al-Fatir Allah Taala says, fiha." Like you now, they'll be placed in where they need to be placed. <laughs> in this case, like you know, a bad abode. Rabbana, they begin to say, "Akhrijna n'amal salihan They will say, "Our Lord." Again, these are people. In this case, people who don't believe in Allah <laughs> are then now saying Rabbana, or they're making du'a, Rabbana, "Akhrijna n'amal salihah." Send us back. Like send us back so that Na'mal Salihan غير الذي كنا نعمل. Send us back so that we can do righteous deeds Those things that we had neglected to do before Meaning that now I've reached this point Where I realize it's real Give me a chance to go back And actually do what's right That's what I want to do right now Right? And another uh, place <laughs> And there's so many verses about this I mean Allah's quoting these for a reason for us <coughs> وَلَوْ تَرَى إِذْ وَقِفُوا عَلَى النَّار فقالوا, like when they see the fire of hell, or they've experienced it, they've come upon it. Would it be that we could be sent back? That's the one regret. You can, that's, that's the one desire that those people have. <coughs> people that have passed away wish that they could have come back so that they could do better. It, it continues. بِآيَاتِ رَبِّنَا وَنَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ So that we wouldn't spend our lives just rejecting all of these signs of yours. And there's many, many, many other verses in the Qur'an. Ibn Kathir رحمه he mentions all of these verses in his tafsir in order. Or not in order, but in... in um, uh, he collects all of these verses together where people are state- making statements about their experience in the hereafter and what they wish they could have. Now, bring that back full circle now. Many of us have you know, loved ones that have passed away. In this world, you know, you ask a parent, um, what's the most important thing I can do? The parent may say, you know, make sure that you marry the right spouse, make sure that you get a good degree, make sure that you live in a comfortable home, make sure that you live in X, Y, and Z. And a lot of the advices are good from a practical perspective. You know, you may ask a mentor or a teacher, you know, what what advice do you have for me? And they'll counsel you on these sorts of courses and these sorts of classes and these sorts of institutions to become a part of, etc., etc. But we all know people that have passed away Right? And so we should sometimes think like SubhanAllah, like what about my father? Like if I asked him now what matters What would he say? If I asked my mother who's passed away What really matters? After you, like mom, have seen Or dad, have seen and experienced the reality And tasted, you know, what's to come What do you have to say to me? You know, or any friend or any other one just go to the you know go to the graveyard right and and just obviously we don't have the ability to to speak to them and they can't speak back to us but uh, ponder over this like what advice do you guys have for me you know we say, we greet them we say salam when we go to the graveyard and ask like now that you've seen the other side like what would you recommend that I do now we don't need a response from them because the quran's already told us and it just it just it's just a different way to think about what the Qur'an is trying to tell us And what the Prophet Sallallahu <coughs> Alaihi had tried to tell us Which is, this world is a deception, it's a test And what really matters are the deeds that we perform And the sincerity with which we perform them And how that translates into our preparation for the Akhirah And anything else is inconsequential The cars that we drive, the homes that we live in, the careers that we... You know, these are all just means to get to the goal, which is to please Allah. And to do righteous deeds. Everything else is secondary. All those things that we deem to be important. You know, entertainment, sporting events, concerts. I mean, all of these things... Just, it's just this big deception. I mean missing out on these things so to speak is really not that big of a deal but yeah you may talk to people here and they'll tell you, yeah it's a big deal you have to go to Disney World. if you don't go to Disney World then you're totally missing out on the experience of this world. You absolutely have to um, uh, uh, you absolutely have to visit this place. you absolutely have to drive this car you absolutely have to taste this food. I mean so what? Like, what permanence do any of these things have? I want to know what the people who have already passed this world, have already left this dunya, have tasted the akhirah. I want to know, do you think it matters that I drive this car, or that I visit this place, or that I taste this food? Is this something that is on your mind right now, while you're resting or sitting in your grave? Is this something that concerns you? I mean, everything tells us from the Qur'an and from Hadith that this is not on their mind. They have other concerns. Their thing, Oh Allah, send me back and give me another chance to please you in the way you deserve to be pleased. Give me another chance to take heed to the warnings of the Prophet ﷺ. You know, give me another chance to be that true submitted believer that you, you know, wanted me to be. That's what they would say. That's what We know this. So it's just an exercise that perhaps we can begin to practice, right? Many of us have lost loved ones. We know people that have passed away recently, youngsters within the community and outside the community. We hear about death all the time. Um, We should think like, has that person's perspective changed? If it has, in what way? What advice would they give me now? Let me rectify it so that I'm not that same person in my grave. And I'm saying the same thing, oh Allah, send me back. Oh Allah, give me another chance. I'll, I promise I'll do better. Why? We know. They're already wishing it. They would advise it to us. And the Prophet ﷺ told us, this is what we need to do. Why is it that we have to wait until that experience ourselves or to wait for another loved one to pass away to have to remind us of this? Or some other major event and life event to have to take us back? We know. It's crystal clear from the Qur'an and from the hadith and from just life experience in general. <coughs> so, We should take heed of the warnings that are given to us by Allah Ta'ala. They're in in so many different forms. Um, We should pay heed to the advices that are given to us indirectly in the Qur'an from those people that have or foreshadowing will experience and taste the hereafter. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the fiqh to become fully focused on Him in this world and fully focused on preparing for the hereafter. May Allah ta'ala protect us from and protect us from ever having to regret any experience that we have in this world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst those who are uh, pleased by Him and pleasing to Him. <speaking in Hebrew>